So you may have been hearing me talk recently about my new course, Scale Your Way. I released it earlier this year in 2024. And if you have not gone through the course individually or inside of my community, Web Designer Pro, you are in luck because I have distilled some of the most important topics and highlights in that course into a free masterclass for you. And it is going to help you and give you the clear roadmap in order to build and scale up your web design business in a way that works for you. So you can get access to the entire free training at joshhall.co slash scale. Again, it is completely free. It's 50 minutes plus. It is basically a coaching session on scaling that you and I can have together. And I'm going to share with you the top tips, many of which are pulled from the course and it'll give you the roadmap to be able to scale up your business your way. Pick it up today for free at joshhall.co slash scale. Welcome to the Josh Hall Web Design Show. Web Design Show. Helping you build better websites and create a web design business that gives you freedom and a lifestyle you love. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 27. This episode of the podcast is taken from a video I just released giving you some tips for staying productive and most importantly sane while working from home. I wanted to make this into a podcast as well because this is a super, super relevant and crucial topic as the majority of the world right now is working from home during the coronavirus crisis. And you'll hear all about my main tips here, but I've been working since from home since uh, 2009 and I've learned a lot and I've had multiple phases of life uh, being from a single dude to being engaged, to being married, now to having young kids. So I've worked from home in a variety of different ways, and uh, I found that there are some universal topics that are going to be really helpful to you. So there are seven big tips in this episode that I really am excited to hear how they help you, particularly if you're brand new to web design or freelance and you're working from home, or maybe you're getting into web design because you're not working at your other job with being quarantined or something like that. So very excited to hear how this helps you out. Hey, before we dive into this one, I'm going to ask you a favor. Please leave a review for the podcast wherever you listen. It would mean a lot to me. I read the reviews. And quite frankly, I would love to hear more feedback about the podcast. I see the numbers, but I don't always hear about how it's impacting you. Uh, with like blog posts and videos, I get a lot more comments, but I think with podcasts, it's a little different. Sometimes I'll just kind of randomly hear how the podcast is, is affecting people in a good way, but I would love to intentionally hear from you. And the best way to do that is to leave a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to the podcast. And then if you want, you can send me a note, go to my website, joshhall.co, and you can just send a note through the contact form. Let me know what you think about the podcast. Let me know how it's helping you and your business would mean a lot. So that's the favor I have as a request for you. All right, guys, enjoy the episode. Hey, everybody, it's Josh here. Right now, more people are working from home than ever before. As we're right in the early stages of the coronavirus crisis, and the majority of us around the world are either on lockdown or in quarantine, there's a lot of people, or at least the people who are fortunate enough to be able to continue to do their work from home, are working from home and have never done anything like that. And it's funny because I've been keeping an eye on a lot of my family and friends and networks uh, through the socials, and a lot of people are voicing their frustrations, particularly if there's kids involved at home, uh, because it's culture shock. If you go from working a nine to five in an office or having a job somewhere where you actually leave the house to go to do your work, when you work from home, you find out that 
it's not as easy as it sounds and it comes with a lot of hardships. And part of me, I was kind of laughing at first to see some of these things. Uh, and I'm like, hey, welcome to the Wild West of freelance and working from home. But I think back to when I got started, because I've been working from home since 2009. And I do remember that it was culture shock in a lot of ways. And there's a lot of lessons learned that I learned the hard way when it came to staying productive, working from home. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to lay out seven tips that are going to help you not only stay productive, but sane while you work from home. And one thing I do want to preface before I get into this is to say that I've actually worked from home in a variety of different states. So I started working from home when I was a single dude living in my dad's basement. I worked from home when I had my own apartment. I worked from home when I got married. And then once we got a house and I had my home op, my own home office, and now we've got almost a two-year-old and a three-month-old. So now I'm working from home while having very young kids, which is a big challenge, but I've learned a lot even the past couple of years with that as well. So all of these tips I'm going to give you are going to help you, help you no matter what phase you're in in life. So let's get right into it. I've got these seven tips are going to help you, again, stay productive and most importantly, sane while working from home, particularly if this is brand new to you. Number one is that you've got to set and schedule work hours. A lot of people, when they leave the, cor the corporate world or leave a job or something, they're excited to escape the nine to five. You've probably heard that saying and seen it across a ton of entrepreneurial outlets, escape the nine to five, escape the nine to five. But the problem and the truth is when you escape the nine to five and you work for yourself or you work from home, you're actually entering in to the 24 seven. And that my friend is a dangerous place to be because if you don't set and stick to scheduled work hours, you're going to find yourself literally working 24 seven. This can be practically like literally working on your laptop while you're watching a show or while you're talking with your spouse or being with your kids. But it can also be just mental, just not being able to check out because when you leave your house and go to an office or go to a co-working place or something, there's a big mental shift that happens. It's like you leave home and then you're in work mode. And then once you go back home, once you leave work, generally, I mean, a lot of people are doing email throughout the evenings and stuff now, but for the most part, when you leave work, that's work. And then you get home, then home life starts. Well, when you work from home, it can be very, very difficult to differentiate the two mentally and kind of turn off. But the biggest thing to help with that is by setting hours and sticking to those scheduled hours. I remember when I used to be a cabinet maker, I used to do my work and I left every day at 3.30. It was very regimented and I was just off. I really didn't think about my work at all back then. Well, when I started working from home, I over the years, I found it very, very tough not to do more than even less than 40 hours. A lot of times it was 50, 60, 70 hours of mental thinking, just constantly thinking about my business. And that's the struggle we all face. But when you work from home, it can be extra difficult just to separate those two. So number one, and some of the points we're going to get into next will help with this. But number one is to make sure you set intentional work hours and stick to those hours. And we'll get into creating routine here in a little bit. Number two to go along with this is to create a work spot. Now, right now, for those of you watching on video, you see some sound panels behind me. I'm fortunate and blessed enough to have my own home office, and that really, really helps. If you are in a position where you can make a room or even part of a room, your own little office with a desk, that is huge. You got to have your own work spot, but I get that not everyone is that fortunate. And even when I started my business, again, I was living in my dad's basement, I had my bed, I had a little desk with my computer that was my little designated spot. 
That was about three feet from my electric drum set and my keyboard. And on the other side of that were my couches and my TV. So I kind of had like a little mini flat and all my stuff was together. But the point is I still had my spot. I had a little desk before I got a big desk. I had a little one that was just my creative spot. And that's where I was starting my business. And I and it really helped me with having a delegated work spot because even if it was three feet away from my drum set, when I left my drum set and got into my work spot, it my mentality changed. I was in my spot. Now, there are times where I will work in the living room or I'll work on the kitchen table. It's a little more rare, particularly with kids now. I try not to do too much work on my laptop unless with my newborn, maybe I just fed her and she's napping. And sometimes I'll just have her on my chest and I'll have my laptop out for a half an hour or a little longer if she's napping. Sometimes I will work on the kitchen table depending on the situation, but it can be really tough to avoid distractions, which we're going to talk about next when you're working in that kind of environment. So one thing that will help too is if you're working at like the kitchen table, for example, try to limit those distractions and actually clear off part of the kitchen table. That helps me too. Instead of just like pushing a bunch of fast food wrappers and stuff aside or plates aside, I'll actually try to just clear off the table completely and make it like its own little work area, even if it's just for an hour or 45 minutes. You can get a lot done if you're really intentional about that. So number two, make sure you dedicate some sort of work spot, ideally a home office, but there's a lot of makeshift ways to do to go about that depending on your situation. Just make some sort of spot where you can mentally work and segregate home from work. Number three, as we just talked about, you've got to avoid distractions. Easier said than done, I know, particularly with kiddos. Uh, and this is, again, where if you're working in the same room as kids, things are going to take you about 10 to 20 times as long, which is really, really tough. So practically any way you can actually distance yourself from family and from kids, whether it's a room or whether it's in the basement or part of a room, or maybe if you're working at the kitchen table, if they can go to a different room or a playroom or a nursery or something for a little while, do whatever you can to avoid distractions at all costs. And then practically, even if you are in a situation where it's just you and your screen, it's very easy when you start working from home to be distracted by yourself. You can stay on socials too long. You can start watching movies or watch other media. And it can be very easy if you don't have any accountability or if you're used to being around people working to be very distracted. So you need to have kind of two levels of um, distraction protection. You need to have physical distraction protection and like people around you, you know, family around you making things tough, but you also need to have a little self motivated, a little self motivation and uh, a little intentional distraction efforts to, to help you with that as well, because that's huge. Again, if you're used to a bunch of accountability, it can be very tough when it's just you. Again, you have a lot of freedom when you have work from home ability, but what's on the other side of freedom? Responsibility. So yeah, you're free to do whatever you want, work when or where you want, but you gotta be responsible with that too. So number three is to avoid distractions. Number four, this is a big one. You've got to create some sort of routine. When you work for a company or if you work for a different business, you're automatically kind of gonna be morphed into their routine. Everyone generally starts around the same time. People take breaks at the same time. I know when I worked at the cabinet shop, 7 a.m. we were starting and if you showed up a minute late you were getting you were hearing it from the dudes there and then 9 15 was break noon was lunch 3 30 that place was a ghost town so there was a strict routine and the beauty about that is you don't really have to have that when you work from home but it is good to take a lot of those ideas and concepts 
and at least make some sort of routine to follow every day, ideally. And this is a big one. And it's even harder when you have kiddos, because what we found out is with kids, you just never know what's going to happen, particularly when there's appointments or there's a nap that didn't go well, or there, you know, there's all kinds of stuff that happens. But what I've tried to do, this was easier when I was single and when it was just me and my wife uh, to create a routine. But particularly with kids, what I've tried to do is have kind of what I call a soft routine. So I have a, a set time I try to start at, and then I kind of have a couple breaks in between the day. And I very rarely ever work more than eight hours a day. Usually it's less than that. Uh, so a routine might look something like this. This is just an example, but you could do something like nine to 11 might be your first work segment. You try to have a good two hour segment after about a couple hours, you're going to get stir crazy and a little antsy. So it's good to get up, take a walk or take a break or just do something to switch it up. And then I'd recommend doing a second work segment. This might be like 1130 to one, you do your second work segment and then you have lunch. Now, if you start earlier in the day, then you can just bump all this up an hour or whatever. And then after lunch, you do another big work segment. It's what I call kind of a third work segment. Maybe a couple hours might be a little bit longer. You could take another little break in there and split that up. But at least having that timed out ideal soft schedule will really help you out when you create a routine. So those are huge. Again, it may fluctuate depending on the situation, depending if there's kids involved and stuff. But having some sort of routine that you try to stick to Every day will be huge. And then if you have an appointment in the morning or something, or if you have a meeting or right now we're all in quarantine, let's say you need to get out and go get lunch and bring it back or something or make a grocery trip, then you could just, you know, settle into whatever segment you're working on. And then for my fellow web designers, uh, I talk about this all the time, but make sure you have what I like to call a reactionary block of time to where generally at the end of the afternoon, you have some time where you can get back to any emergency emails or anything like that. Uh, that way you can get back to your clients quick. So number four is creating a routine. Number five is to know what you are working on. Now, this is going to be true for every industry, uh, no matter if you're working somewhere or you're working from home. But when you're working somewhere in a company, at least in my experience, you had people kind of telling you what to do or you were trying to meet the deadlines that everyone else was trying to hit too. When you work from home, it's generally kind of the Wild West. You can do whatever the heck you want but you need to be really intentional and to know what you're working on. It's about being results oriented and have a clear goal. This is gonna help you actually work less in the long run because the beauty about working from home is that you don't need to work a full eight or nine hour day. If you have a few goals during the week or maybe just one goal a day and you need to hit this uh, project deadline or something and you get it done in five hours and you feel good, then that's all you need to do. You don't need to sit at your computer and waste an additional three hours by just sitting there. You don't have to do that when you work from home. You can get a lot done in five or six hours opposed to just sitting there and wasting a few hours just looking at your screen or being distracted again. So you wanna use that time wisely and you wanna make sure you know what you're working on. So you gotta plan out clear goals and you gotta ideally write them down, have maybe two or three action items per day and then uh, a few action items and things you wanna get done by the end of the week. And that's really, really helped me. I have a little pad, if you're watching this on video, you're gonna see this. I have a little, uh, a little action pad that just, I write out what I wanna get started on per day and what I wanna get done per day or per week. And it's been a huge, huge help. So number five, make sure you know what you're working on. Number six, as we get close to wrapping this up, keep your family in the know. Uh, once I found out, particularly once we started having kids, uh, it was very, very important for me to let my wife know what my schedule was like. That way, 
because I have my own office again. So I usually have my door closed if I'm working, but I kind of have a closed door, open door policy. If my door's open, but I'm working, then I'm working on stuff that it's okay if you come in and bug me or say, Hey, or, or if, if, you know, if my wife says, Hey, I wanted to ask you about something or something like that, that's fine. But if my door is closed, it generally means I'm recording a video, doing a tutorial, recording a podcast or something that I really do not want to be distracted on. Or in some cases I can't be distracted if I'm doing a live webinar or something like that. And the biggest thing about that is to keep your family in the know, particularly if you have kiddos or if you have a spouse that they should know like, Hey, I'm going to be really busy or I need to get this done in this next block of time. Don't distract me or don't bug me. Uh, So my wife will usually every day ask me, what's your day looking like? And I'll say, well, I've got a call at 11. uh, So just make sure you don't bug me between that time. Sometimes they can just look in the calendar. We have a shared calendar. And for me, my office is actually right next to our nursery. So I do this uh, in another point because I don't want my wife to be in the nursery next door with a screaming baby, ideally, while I'm recording a podcast or recording a video. So I'll just let her know, hey, I'm about to jump on a podcast or a live webinar. Um, You know, if the baby needs change, just take her to the living room this time instead of the rooms. Little things like that are really going to help you out, but you got to keep your family in the know. That'll be a really big one. And then finally, the most important thing that really encapsulates all these points is to be intentional about your time. This is extra, extra important when you work from home again, because you're not working a nine to five, you're not on salary generally, well, you might be on salary depending on the situation, but generally for freelance web designers, at least we work by whatever we get done. It's, it's results oriented. So we don't need to work nine to five. You don't need to work eight, nine, 10 hours a day. Again, you can work five or six. If you get a bunch of stuff done in that time, then awesome. Very rarely do I work more than eight hours a day. Uh, And I work in kind of bigger segments, really, really intentional, what I call deep work segments. And that's what I recommend you do. And it all goes back to intentional time. So setting those hours, sticking to that routine, really utilizing everything that we've talked about up to this point to have really intentional time. It's all about working better hours, not more hours. That's what this is all about when you're working from home. And those things will really help. So let's recap real quick. Number one, set and schedule work hours. Make sure this is going to be the hardest thing you have to deal with when you work from home is is segregating and separating work time from home time when you're at home. Number two is to create some sort of spot, a place for your actual work, ideally a home office. But even if you just work, you know, if you don't have that, you can just clear off kitchen table, do something or, or just set up part of your basement or a different room with a desk make a work spot. Number three is to avoid distractions, both physically, but then also by yourself. Make sure you limit your social media and limit your media. Um, You can do those things. Just be intentional about those. Like if you want to have a a blocked out 15 segment of social media, cool, do that, but then get right back to work, get some stuff done. Four is to create a routine. Like we talked about with the little daily routine I mapped out for you. Five is to know what you're working on. Be again, results oriented. So you don't just spend eight hours sitting on your screen doing nothing. What a waste of time if you're working from home. You could have valuable family time or get work or home projects done. Six is to make sure you keep your family in the know, particularly if you're doing really dedicated deep work or you should not be distracted during certain time periods. And number seven, again, it's all about better hours, not more hours. Be intentional with your time. All right, guys, hope you enjoyed these tips for staying productive and sane while working from home. Hey, I would love to hear if you've been working from home for a while and you have some more tips that you'd like to dish out, let me know. 
drop a comment wherever you see or you hear this. And then for those of you who are just starting to work from home, maybe you're a brand new web designer, or maybe again, you're in the wake of this coronavirus crisis and your world is just rocked because you're working from home, you've never done it before. Again, all these things I really hope will help you and you're welcome to drop any questions wherever you see or hear this. All right, guys, hope these tips have helped. Again, make sure you all apply these to working from home and I'll catch you guys on a, another video here. Hey guys and gals, just wanted to pop in with a couple things before you head out. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to this podcast. I would love to hear your feedback and it will also help other web designers find the show. Be sure to check out the show notes for this episode. Just go to joshhall.co, click on podcasts and search this episode number and you'll find all the links, descriptions and resources we talked about. And if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe and you'll be notified when the next episode is live. Thanks again for tuning in and I'll catch you guys on the next episode.